Hey, Cece. Nice seeing you. Hey, Karen. <laughs> Hi, everyone listening. Welcome back. Courageous Conversations. I jumped the gun on the hello <laughs> there, huh? <laughs> um, what's up? How's life? Tell me everything. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm on my second cup of coffee this morning. It rained last night. Uh, sunflowers are popping. The birds are out. It's it's a great day here in New Mexico. You said the sunflowers are popping. <laughs> I had two cups of coffee. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't had my coffee. I've been drinking some water. <laughs> ate some chocolate mini rice cakes. <laughs> yes, <it's> yummy. <laughs> I had some yogurt. There's this new kind. Well, I don't know if it's new, new to me, uh, Kalina, which is a coconut yogurt. Um, it's really, really good. Um, it does, it's not your typical coconut yogurt in my evaluation. It's not runny. It's thick. Um, again, all evaluations for those listening. Also evaluated <laughs> super tasty. Um, this is not a commercial for Kalina, but that's what I had this morning. <laughs> Does it taste like coconut or it just kind of? No, no. I, I mean, there are flavored ones, but the plain is what I had with some granola. And I, I don't think it tastes like coconut, you know? Okay. I'm going to have to try that one. Usually I stick with like a nice Greek vanilla yogurt, some strawberries. And then I replaced my granola with chocolate rice cakes. So I just crumble the chocolate rice cakes inside for crunch. Ooh, I still love it. <laughs> well, as this is not a food show, although we probably could go on and on, <laughs> right? let's talk about anger today. You want to talk about some anger? Sure. <laughs> you know, Marshall writes about anger in his chapter chapter expressing anger fully um at least in the what we would call the main book the nonviolent communication language life he has another uh book on specifically on anger and um he finds it a very valuable emotion that it's uh it gives us this opportunity to dive deeper into nvc so um if you have any resistance to anger or you're like, man, I'm angry all the time. What do I do? This <laughs> podcast is going to help you. I hope with, um, with understanding what, what the cause is and, um, you know, what's the stimulus, what's the difference and what we can do with our anger. I love it. I'm like, tell me everything. I know it's things that work for me, but what works for you when it comes to anger? Well, first I want to say, you know, Marshall says in, um, in his book on this chapter 10, he says that, you know, he likes to suggest that hitting, blaming, hurting others, whether physically or emotionally are all superficial expressions of what is going on within us when we are angry. If we're truly angry, we would want a much more powerful way to fully express ourselves. So although you'll find in our bonus podcast that's coming up in some ways that include this physical, um, physical ways of getting out our anger, what we want to talk about is how can we do it in a way that we're going to evaluate as much more powerful way to express ourselves. And so how do we get to that point to be able to express ourselves. Um, the first thing is, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask just to make sure. So you're saying, we'll say step one is, hey, realized I'm angry. 
And then <laughs> bonus, you'll hear more about the strategies to kind of work your way through. No, that's not what I'm saying, but thanks. All for right. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Went right over. Thank you for asking the clarifying question. No, actually, we're going to jump into the NVC strategy, the NVC process, which is a strategy of connecting deeper to the why of our anger and giving us the strategy of a more powerful way to express it. However, for fun, we have a bonus podcast where we're telling you ways to do that superficial expression of anger, hopefully also to meet needs of safety and care for one another. So it's just kind of a fun, uh, fun expression of ways to get our anger out. Got it. Okay. Well, until I go order two cups of coffee to wake up my brain. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you asked that because that is, that's part of like how we get our needs met. You know, if Cece had sat here in confusion, you might've heard unless she edits out, um, you know, <laughs> her going, Oh, dang, that's what we're talking about. So we just saved ourselves, you know, several minutes and now we're we have a shared understanding of what we're going to talk about. Um, so the first thing is to realize that nobody else ever causes us to be angry. Kind of a, a big statement. We're not angry because of what someone else did. Great. I'm the cause of my own problems. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the, the, the distinction. We can identify the other person's behavior as the stimulus. So this is that distinction between stimulus and cause, which we use back in, you know, talking about feelings, like what are feelings? Well, they're not caused by other people. They're, you know, stimulated by. Same thing with anger, which is a feeling, is that first distinguishing, oh, you know, just got off the phone with car insurance. I'm angry. Are they the cause? Well, they're the stimulus for it. The, the price increase for the state of New Mexico is the stimulus for my it's low level anger. I'd say like frustration. Um, although it was high level before I grounded. Um, hey. <laughs> so, and that's a real strategy to get yourself, you know, uh, back in a place that you can actually talk at this level, but back to the stimulus versus cause it's like first we determine okay this is the stimulus and um not actually the cause so now i now i'm empowered now i can go okay um since i know that it's stimulating something in me um i get to realize well is it my thinking like am i filtering it through some thoughts of like take the car insurance there's some right or wrong thoughts that I was filtering through. Like one of the thoughts, well, it's not right for them to just jack up the prices. I'm a good driver. These other people out here, you know, not with insurance or whatever, you know, so I have a lot of thoughts going on. Those are mine. Those are my thoughts. So being able to get in a place where I'm going, okay, which filters, you know, what I think back to is, I don't know if you ever had these, but did you ever have those things that you look into and then you put this uh, film slot into the device and it's kind of like a camera, but you click it 
and it changes the scenery. So it's kind of like an old slide. Yeah, they basically like look like binoculars and it's a circular thing and you put it in and you change your image. Yeah. Totally. What are they called? Do we know? Uh, I have to Google real quick. You keep ask, looking at the, Google. ask the Oracle and uh, Oracle Google and, <laughs> and find out what they're called. Um, but it's those things. It's like that. It's like, click. Okay, what filter am I looking through? Click. Okay, what filter am I looking through? What scenery? And sometimes we want to look through an angry one and just to get that emotion out. I'm pausing to see if you found what it was. No, I literally, I found something totally different and it's not even what we're talking about. Like the way that I, the way that I put it in the search engine, like it gave me a fluoroscope, which is about like something with your feet in the 1940s and 1950s. So that's not what we're talking about. I just, I know what it is. Cause it's red. It was red and he clicked it. You guys can't see me, but my face is turning bright red because I'm 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 really feeling uh, happy right now, but also trying to hold in my laughter, my explosive laughter that wants to come out. <laughs> um, so while Cece's doing that, I just want to read something from Marshall's uh, chapter 10, expressing anger fully. He says, so what is the cause of anger? In chapter five, we discuss the four options we have when confronted with a message or behavior that we don't like. Anger is generated when we choose the second option. Whenever we are angry, we are finding fault. We are choosing to play God by judging or blaming the other person for being wrong or deserving punishment. I would like to suggest that this is the cause of anger. Even if we're not initially conscious of it, the cause of anger is located in our own thinking. Play scary music now. Wow, both of our music was not what I would consider scary. <laughs> no, it was not ominous at all. It was like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Um, and I found the name of that thing, the Viewmaster. The Viewmaster. Yes. So looking through the Viewmaster, you know, what what do we see? And that's that's kind of the idea here with our own thinking. The cause of anger is located there in our own Viewmaster. So, so knowing this, if we can come to that realization and honestly getting there is, is not always easy. Like I did show up to this call today and I was angry. I was stimulated. Um, and CC suggested that I, CC just suggested I do some grounding and I, my response was, I can't do grounding right now. I'm <laughs> angry. And then I was like, oh, I'll try to do some tapping. And uh, she said, okay, don't forget to record. And my jackal jumped on her and said, don't tell me what to do. I'm recording. So I was at this level where I couldn't go, oh, my thinking is causing my anger. I had to uh, shift it somehow. So the first thing I did is I jackaled out. Well, thank goodness that my friend and colleague um, has her own skills. And didn't just leave the call. Was like, okay, Karen's like processing some stuff. So I jackled out. She had a soft belly and a strong back and took it. I'll let her talk about her own experience. And then I did some tapping, which got me into a place where I could actually talk about, like use it as an example and not be living in the anger. So I'm wondering, how how was that for you, Cece? That experience? Uh, that experience? I think initially I, 
I was surprised because I didn't realize that it had stimulated that much because we had started talking, but I was like, cool, lighthearted conversation. And then I, we were talking more and I was like, oh, she's actually annoyed. <laughs> so, but in all honesty, what was interesting for me is it didn't really, I was just surprised because I didn't know, like, you know, where you're at until a little bit further in. I was like, oh, no, 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 this like this real Let's uh, give her her space a little bit. Um, But I say it's a fun thing, meaning that it kind of made it fun for me to realize, cool, like it didn't really affect me in what I guess I would evaluate is like negative way. Like your frustration didn't didn't lead me to any frustration at all. I was just like, oh, Karen's she's just going through some stuff right now. She's going to do her stuff. I did offer strategy prior to some some empathy just because I was in like oh we got to get stuff done mode but I also know like I know that so I was prepared when a jackal came flying my way at strategy like I know we weren't there yet and that's what I did anyway so full circle initially surprised had a real realization of like, oh, this is real for her. And then kind of recognizing like, I made my choices on how to respond, like I said, um, and also didn't like take it as anything towards me at all. I was just like, yeah, no. She didn't take it personally, which yeah. is one of the things that we we preach out here is that this this process will help you not take things personally. So CC didn't take things personally. And then she had a choice. Like this could have been a stimulus for her anger, but in her choice, she had the four options of, am I going to blame Karen? Am I going to blame myself? I'm going to empathize with myself. Am I empathize with Karen? And probably for you, since it happened, you know, rather quickly in my evaluation, it's you're already so integrated that you don't have to consciously think of those choices. You just make them comfortably, at least in something as what maybe I'd evaluate as low level situation like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if it were like level 10 thing, <laughs> then maybe also I was dealing with, you know, sometimes like people's cords, they just bing, intersect, then that would have potentially stimulated me as well. Um, and in the moment, I kind of knew, hey, this is something that's just like, it's fresh. It was fresh for you. Like you were doing it before we got on yeah. to record. <laughs> so I knew like, okay. This that is brings up another, <laughs> that brings up another thing. It's like, choose when you make these phone calls. If you know you have a meeting coming. Up. <laughs> so more about anger. Um, there is, you know, there's a question that, uh, that is asked to Marshall in this chapter about expressing anger fully. And it's like, but Marshall, you know, aren't there circumstances in which anger is justified, like righteous indignation? What about the people, you know, this is just an example, thoughtless pollution of the environment, like littering out, out their door, or what about the people that do this or do that, you know, violence in some way. And Marshall's response is, you know, he really believes that to whatever extent, that we think there are people who are bad or wrong, we are contributing to violence in the world. So even by having 
the thought that, well, I'm angry because there are people who litter and they're litter bugs and they're, you know, they're just losers and da, da, da. all of that is accumulating and creating violence. And it's not actually like helping the world change. You know, that would be my evaluation. It's, it's not helping us um, shift and focus on life-serving things. Like connection things because you're already in a place where you're like judging someone is that what you're saying in a way yeah you're carrying it around so you've already you don't you don't have peace in your world you're gonna somehow not you're gonna bring that with you like wherever you show up and then maybe the next conversation you go over to your friend's house hey look at these litter bugs or you know and it just spreads spreads like a virus you know yeah it reminds me of so a job I used to work in, a lot of it was uh, competitive. And I used to say, like, people would create these, like, deuces or, like, sly videos or posts and things like that to be like, oh, I'm the better one. Like, don't listen to this other station, blah, blah, blah. And I had a mentor that used to say, like, oh, don't, e- don't even acknowledge it. Don't repost it, whatever, because that gives it energy. And that's like what I think of too, when you're talking about that, like when you take something that um, to me is like essentially not for you, <laughs> like, Hey, I took, I took Karen's anger. I just took it. Cause I was like, Oh, you're angry. I'm going to be angry too. <laughs> and then I go and I, you know, carry that around with me. It's like, I'm just spreading that all over into whoever I'm around when we have the opportunity and we all know this to like, okay, I can talk to someone that I know is not going to carry my anger. So you knew like, Hey, I'm going to talk to C cause I know she's not going to take this and mm-hmm. carry it around with her everywhere. Um, and I just lost my train of thought because I got excited. Cause I was like, yeah, we, we did the things, <laughs> <laughs> but basically just kind of like knowing who your people are that you know, hey, I can I can jack on this way to someone and they know that I'm working through a process um, and not continue that all the way around. That's kind of what I get from hearing what Marshall's saying as well. Yeah, so, you know, we've talked about enemy images. So not, not carrying the energy with us and spreading enemy images, whether consciously or unconsciously. So knowing that enemy images are... Um, judgments, analyses, you know, any, any even small irritation with another person or group of people that these are enemy images and they're, they're ours to work out. They're not for you to work out for me. It's, you know, mine to work out. And there's a whole process for that as we well know here. Ooh, and that process, it'd be long sometimes. <laughs> So Marshall talks about some steps to expressing anger. And um, the first one is when, uh, is maybe if we're receiving someone's anger to stay quiet, to stay quiet and um, actually be in silent empathy with them. And with ourselves, if we get to space, like you got an example of me, you know, I need to do something first. So I did some 
emotional freedom technique. I tapped, but you could, you could get to a place, you know, maybe after expressing jackal of going, okay, so let me identify what thoughts are going on for me. So he gives an example um, in the book and I'll just read what he says. He says, for example, we overhear a statement that leads us to believe that we've been excluded from a conversation because of race. We sense anger. We stop and recognize the thoughts stirring in our head. Here's a thought. It's unfair to act like that. She's being racist thought. We know that all judgments like these are tragic expressions of unmet needs. So we take the next step and connect to the needs behind those thoughts. If we judge someone to be racist, the need may be for inclusion, equality, respect, or connection. To fully express ourselves, we now open our mouth and speak the anger, but the anger has been transformed into needs and need-connected feelings. To articulate these feelings may require a lot of courage. For me, it's easy to get angry and tell people that was a racist thing to do. In fact, I may even enjoy saying such things, but to get down to the deeper feelings and needs behind such a statement may be very frightening. To fully express our anger, we may say to the other person, when you entered the room and started talking to the others and didn't say anything to me, and then made the comment about white people, I felt really sick to my stomach and got so scared. It triggered off all kinds of needs on my part to be treated equally. I'd like you to tell me how you feel when I tell you this. So that's his example. And um, yeah, it could be a hot topic (laughs) Um, for sure. But, you know, this has been out there and we've been talking about this for years now. Um, So when we, and the question is, are we seeing change with how we've been talking about it? If we're just expressing our anger, are we seeing change? And he says, you know, it might even feel good. It might be enjoyable to say some of the things, you know, the jackal thoughts of like, you're a racist. Feels There's a little bit of whew, relief that comes from just expressing that. And are we seeing change in our relationships and in our world? I'm just sitting with it because I would say when, when someone is angry, saying like whatever the first jackal thoughts that come to mind does bring like that momentary, like temporary relief. You're like, Oh yeah, I said all the things I told them. And then afterwards, you know, can still sit there and be like, Oh, okay. That was done. And like you said, like, did, did we move towards anything different? Did I express to them like, Hey, yeah, I was mad. And this whole scenario, like, stimulated me um did I make like a request did I talk about something to start up changing the way that we're interacting with each other um and in my experience and from what I've seen I don't see the last part take place I don't necessarily sometimes see like clear requests or hear clear requests in moments of frustration um where you want to see some type of change come in any scenario uh, it's mostly just the initial expression of it because it it builds up and like because like oh I need to come out and it's coming out right now yeah. um, <laughs> but then that uh almost like forgetfulness around okay I said the things now what is it, it's just done like no there's more work to, 
to be done on my end uh, internally if I wanted to yell it outwards and externally and like communicating with someone so there's a clear understanding of how you know we want to be in a space together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I have a vision of the world where um you know maybe we have social media jackal channels where it's just noted that it that's the place we go to just jackal um and then but follow but follow me for the rest of the process and the rest of the process is you know now I'm going to get in touch with you know what what thoughts was was I telling myself that caused the anger to come out for you know in this way and in this example the thoughts that were being told is this person's a racist so I'm angry so there was a judgment there was an evaluation and I can own that that's my thought then I can go well what am I needing and how am I feeling well feeling anger what am I needing well equality inclusion compassion connection care all right, now the scary part, the scary part, he said, this is the one that takes vulnerability and courage. And boy, if we talk about social media, right? A lot, because the jackals will come for you if you're vulnerable and say, hey, so, you know, when you did this, I felt this and I'm needing this. You can just see the people that come jumping on you and like, you know, making the comments. So, for me, it would be great if we said, okay, well, let's do that in the jackal space. But then here's this other space where we're actually aiming for connection. Um, that would be a cool experiment in our world. I would love that. And I know that it exists like in this circle of people and that, you know, with you, like there's your practice group that you can come to and express like, hey, you know what? Had the craziest day. I kind of would really like to, lack of a better word, fuck some shit up. Can, can oh, oh, Jacqueline. Please, Adam, please. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to mess some stuff up right now. I'm so angry. I want to say all the things or, and it's, you know, in my evaluation, a great way to be in a room of people that, that know, okay, this is a jackal. Mm-hmm. And they're just working through their shit so that they could get to their needs and figure out, okay, next step in the process. Build and that, <laughs> that brings me to, you know, the segue that Mondays are now Tuesdays. So practice group has moved from Monday nights after six years to Tuesday nights. Um, also an hour earlier, my East coast folks, um, we're having a challenge starting at 8 PM and, and ending at 10. So I want to honor that it's been, they've been really hanging in there for some time. Um, we're going to go an hour earlier. So on the West coast, it will start at four for mountain time. People will start at five. For central time, people will start at six and East Coaster seven runs two hours long. I'd love for people to come. The prerequisite is fundamentals of some form or basics of NBC. We do have a fundamentals course coming up. I'm excited to say my colleague and friend, Michael Dillo, will be um, doing a course starting August 20th. And that's Saturday mornings. 
Um, well, mornings for me, again, East Coast will be 12 o'clock. So it's 9 a.m. on the Pacific time, 10 a.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 for East. I know Cece's laughing, like, how does she remember all that? <laughs> I'm not even reading it. It's in my brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this all comes out in my newsletter. And what else can they do, Cece? Uh, you can also sign up on Patreon. That's where we have the bonus podcast, groundings, um, gratitude, hikes, jogs, rows, <laughs> other things that are active that Karen does. Um, but there's just some great resources. Uh, great is my evaluation word of choice today. Great resources to uh, learn and practice your skills. And then there's a coaching special for the month of August, only for the month of August. You'll be getting $250 off the package for the singles, and you will be getting $500 off the package for the Dyad um, 10 packs. So look for that in the newsletter, sign up. Those packages are good for a year. And, but once you start them, the request is that they're done in six months. Um, other than that, we'll see you on the flip side. Check your viewfinders. Check your viewfinders. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye.